This is a HeadGum Podcast. Dynamic banter. Mike and Steve are gonna do bits and have some fun. Dynamic banter. Honking horns and ringing bells and making good. Dynamic banter. Don't forget the history rose. Dynamic banter. Hi, everyone. Wow, we're recording? Yeah, right? Isn't that the... Isn't that what you do first? (laughs) From what I remember, that's what you do first. (laughs) Okay, that's nice. It feels like it's here. Good. Does it not normally? Um, It feels like there's a delay on it normally. Oh, interesting. I'm going to... I mean, we'll, we'll adjust this. We can, I suppose. How are you, man? I'm great. Good. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. But I'm, uh, I'm having a great time right now. Yeah, me too. I'm and having a great time in the moment. I think it only matters if we have a great time for an hour. Yeah. And then the rest of the time can kind of be wah, wah. You know what, dude? I think a good baseline for your day should be to plan to have a good time for at least an hour. Yeah, you wake up, you might have to move. No, do that, but the opposite of that, and then do it twice. Um, I'm looking where my finger is, and then, yeah, yeah. So the other day, no. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to. Now we're working on a 3D plane, but it it that is a good regimen to wake up. Um, yes, that's also a good thing to do in the morning. To, yeah oh yeah yeah oh yeah <laughs> that's why that um <laughs> that's why that uh the raisin brand son was always so happy the best part of waking up was raisin brand <laughs> <laughs> we're rubbing out a cup <laughs> At what age does that become part of your morning routine, do you think? I guess there's some days where you're where you want to do that a lot, and yeah. then there's some days where you shouldn't. Because <laughs> you have other stuff. There's going other on. things to do. Yeah. I used to feel bad about um masturbating on, on holidays. Oh, I get that. Let's go to the phones. I feel like I never felt bad about about it. Yeah. I think I was like, this is something my body is telling me is nice. Yeah. Like there's nothing bad about it when it's happening. Yes. Suppose. And and it's like if my body is meant to create a feeling like that, why wouldn't I do it all the time? <laughs> why am I not doing it right now? <laughs> well, there's other things that factor in, other people's comfortability factors in. Sure. I remember one time I was sleeping over my friend Matt's house. Thank you. And thank you for coming. (laughs) I was sleeping over my friend Matt's house and he was like, um, we should probably jerk off. And I'm like, what's, what's up? He's like, you see see what time it is. (laughs) We were just playing Dreamcast. We were doing normal things. Yeah. And he was like, well, you know, by the time we get to college, you're going to live with other people and they're all going to be jerking off. So we should, 
we should probably get started. And, like uh, he thought he thought that people would be jerking off together in, in college. college. Yeah, I you mean he's not you, wrong. You know how you eat together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know like how that. when you're here, your family at yeah. Olive Garden. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> College is like Olive Garden, only instead of soup, salad, and breadsticks, you're all jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> and you know that if you've been. The Beatles loved it. Yes. Beatles loved to do it. Yeah. Well, without the internet, I'm, I'm sure I would have jerked off with all my friends by now. Yeah. And I get, and if you were like a good, if you were like the number one band in the world mm-hmm. and you were like, you had everything you ever wanted and you were on like every drug possible to be on at one time. Yeah. And you're like hanging out with Marilyn Monroe and shit. And you're like, I think I'm going to fucking pull me (laughs) Willie out. (laughs) Does anyone have a problem with it? Is this cool with everybody? Welcome to part four of our expose on how the Beatles jerked off once together. (laughs) <laughs> I don't care too much for money History. Money can't make me cool <laughs> Yeah, but like um, I never had the need for it with my friends Yeah Like I think that there's activity. You know, there's lots of things that friends are good for For name, being there name a couple. <laughs> for Being there for you in, during difficult times Yeah Um Someone that you can count on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and someone who you know can count on you. Yeah. Mutual respect. <laughs> Pick you up when down. Pick you up when down. <laughs> Never let you down. Never let you down. Kind of a subsection of pick you up. And if you if they ever let you down, then there's always a like the reconciliation and then the love and then the growth. Yeah. All things friends do. Maybe you could even have a sandwich with your friend. You could have a sandwich with your friend. You I'm just thinking drink. of other foods now you could have. Yeah. You could have a, uh, like a, like a trout. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Trout. Have a trout with your friend. Yeah, man. There's a bunch of things you could do instead of jerking off with them. Yeah. But I mean, you know, jerk off. Like, do it. Like, do whatever the fuck you want. Um, Unless it's bothering... Well, unless it's, like, ruining your relationships or something. Yeah. And you got to be honest at the start. If if one of your friends starts jerking off and you're not okay with that, you got to be honest fast. From the (laughs) (laughs) get-go. Before you even get to that part. Mike. (laughs) Yes. Mike, I watched um, a movie called Commando last night. Tell me all about it. And I had never seen it. And um, it's one of those, like, it it was, like, right after Terminator, pretty much. Like, I'm talking 1984 or something like that. Is that when Terminator came out? 1982 is when Terminator came out. Wow. Maybe even 81. Wow. Yeah. I was always under the impression that we were alive for all those. And I was wrong. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, oh, co- no, Terminator is 1984. Interesting. That doesn't sound right. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess it is. Okay. In 1984. Interesting. Wow. Okay. All right. Well then eat a dick. <laughs> Mike. Okay. I'll okay, eat so, a dick. So then let's see when Commando was. Either way, everyone was talking about how Commando was after. 85. So it was the year after Terminator. Okay. 
And, uh, and you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger was like, ooh, who's that guy? Mm-hmm. And he was like blowing up. So he made this movie where he's like, well, he's a commando. Yeah. No underpants. <laughs> he goes commando the whole <laughs> yeah. movie. I like the bruise. And his balls are everywhere. <laughs> Every scene. So it's him and his daughter and he's, he, his like... <laughs> I guess there's like these people that are like taking out his old commando team, but they're all retired and they're all like got different names and stuff. And they got like reassigned into different like witness protection type things. Okay. And there's like some bad guy killing off his, his old platoon of Uh friends. And they're like, I think they're going to come for you next. And then they like kidnap his daughter and then he like kills everybody. I feel like that's the plot of like at least half of the movies. Yeah, that there are. Mm-hmm. You try to get to one guy, you kidnap the person, or do something bad to the person they love most, and right. then everyone you know is dead. Right. Yeah. And it and it works. People love it. People yeah. want to see that. People pay for that. People keep paying for that. Why? Um, I think it's because you know it's just like. You you go in expecting something, mm-hmm. and you just want it to be a badass, explosive, kind of sexy, violent yeah. thrill ride. So on the way <clears throat> to regaining his daughter, yeah. there are sexy things that happen. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's like a there's a woman in the in the it do, it doesn't quite pass the Bechdel test, but it does. There is a woman in the movie. What's that test? That's the test where you're like, is there are there women in your movie, and do they are their motivations not based on just what, they, what a yeah. man wants them to do, yeah, yeah or yeah. what they think a man would want them to do? Like when there's two women in the movie, and one is the daughter in distress, and the other one's like a spy, yeah, that and, gets had sex with, yeah. <laughs> And also, like, if there's two women and they're only talking about the man, the lead <laughs> right, man, like, right. that's not, that's not going to pass the Bechtel test. Sure. So, anyway, um, but Ray Don Chong is in it. She's Tommy Chong's daughter. Tight. And uh, she's, you know, she does, she's, she's pretty, pretty gal. Okay. Uh, so, you know, but every good action movie has to have some kind of like, you know, there's some, there's some sexuality in there. Yeah. I'd agree with that. And, and also Schwarzenegger's got his shirt off like in, in every other scene. And, um, at one point (laughs) for no reason, he goes from like a, like a pretty, like a tank top maybe and pants uh-huh. to like the tiniest speedo. <laughs> and and it happens so fast. It's like, whoa, okay, here we go. Feeling kind of scratched by these clothes, to be honest. It's hard to move in these. <laughs> I've got to get into my skivvies. Who's out of pants? So he, yeah. But anyway, um, it's very violent mm-hmm. in a good way and insane. And the stunts are awesome. Yeah. So who's kidnapping Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter? Was there something? It was like someone a, who was it, wronged in the past. It was like a like a like a Italian, a You're doing foreign, Italian. like a, oh my 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 king. I you know what? I'll tell you, man. Let me tell you something. Getting a call. Huh? I was uh, I I it was hard to pay attention. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because the movie was not great. Um. Please. 
No, no. It was great. It was just that, like, you know, we're all watching. We were watching it in VR, and there was, like, a lot of us in there. And we're all joking around, and we're, like, laughing. And people start conversations and stuff. And it's like, all right, well, I, I, you know, I mean, it it doesn't matter because we're all in here to have fun. Yeah. Um, But... I'm, you miss a lot of like dialogue and stuff. But from what important. I could tell, it was like <laughs> it was that guy that's in the movies. He's not Tony Shalhoub, but he's kind of Tony <laughs> Shalhoub, the other guy. <laughs> he usually does like kind of goofy roles. Yeah, and he's like some guy that wants Arnold Schwarzenegger dead. Balky Bartok. The end. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Dude, I can't I can't piece it together. <laughs> I have no I have no idea. And it, you know what? And the thing is is that it doesn't matter. <laughs> it really doesn't matter. Right. Like it's it's one of those things where it's like if I were to watch it again, I would get so much more out of it probably, mm-hmm. which makes it awesome, right? Cuz it means that like I'm going to be able to like watch it for the first time. Yeah. Again. Again. Yeah. Cause, cause I mean like, and, and those are the best kind of movies. The ones where like, you really don't have to pay attention like at all uh-huh. to like really enjoy it and still get out of it. What the director wanted you to get out of it. Right. You can kind of be like, that's the bad guy. That's yeah. The person they're trying absolutely. To save. Yeah. That's and the guy who blows stuff up. Yeah. And they, astab- dude, they have this like ridiculous, like, um, I want to say it's like a 10 minute fucking montage of, and it's like right at the top of the movie. Like they give you this big action sequence in the beginning. That's nice. You got it, right? Yeah. Because then you're like, yeah, that's, I'm getting my money's worth now, baby. You shove that popcorn in my mat. Break my teeth. Set the building on fire so I can enjoy this popcorn, baby. <laughs> Set my goddamn seat on fire. Um, But... So, but, but like right after the big, like exciting opening there, there's like a 10 minute montage (laughs) of Arnold Schwarzenegger doing like incredibly wholesome things with his daughter. (laughs) And that's what we call a juxtaposition. So it really sets up that like. This is a wonderful man. Yeah. Like, like you could Saves just, the cat, you call. could tell that Schwarzenegger read that script <laughs> and was like, oh yeah, this is going to make me look very good. Says he on getting a dollar out of tree. Like, do you ever hear about, like, you have to know about this shit because of the wrestling world. Uh-huh. But like, you've heard the stories about like the big, like, ego driven like muscle dudes mm-hmm. that were like if i'll do this movie but only if i never look dumb oh yeah that's, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like you can tell that things happen in a movie and you're like what yeah because probably the actor was like oh no i i, I won't get hurt here right. i'm telling you right now for every one explosion <laughs> i have to push my daughter on the swing <laughs> exactly. one, two, i'm giving gun we have to cut back to me having a good time with my daughter <laughs> No, no, no. It doesn't make sense. But anyway, so, and by the way, it's little Alyssa Milano. Oh, nice. She's like a little kid. It's like mind blowing. You're like, holy shit, Alyssa Milano. Before she was the daughter of the boss. Exactly. Yeah. 
And we still don't know who who that was. <laughs> what a fucking crazy mystery what show. What a mystery show. Who was the boss? I don't know. At the end, I thought we were the boss. Yeah, we were that the boss was, all along. <laughs> we were the boss all along. <laughs> but, like, um, yeah, so it's, like, him, like, going down slide, like water slides with her and, nice. like, playing in the pool and, like... In the Speedo. Like... <laughs> and, like... Uh, you know, ridiculous shit. So they really establish that that is your hero. Yeah. Like, that guy is stronger than anyone uh-huh. on the planet. <laughs> he, Dude, I think the first thing he's doing when you see him is he's carrying, like, a tree trunk. <laughs> <laughs> Firing missiles out of the tree trunk. I mean, it's just... <laughs> yeah, it's like... It literally is him carrying a tree truck. Like, if you read that first page in the script, uh-huh. you'd be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fucking dude. I'm doing this movie. I'm calling my agent. Yeah. Because it's such a badass thing to carry a fucking tree truck. Yeah, one by one out of the forest. Yeah. Clearing a forest one by one with your hands. Right, exactly. <laughs> Just, like, ripping them out of the ground. So, so you already get right off the bat that he's, like, the strongest man on the planet and he's like an amazing father. Good father, yeah. Like like unreal. Yeah. Is like, there a heartbreaking story about why the mother isn't in the picture? If there was she's a smoker. <laughs> if there was, I I don't know it. Didn't catch it. <laughs> and again, not important. Yeah. Not important because all you need to know is that that's your good guy yes. and hero <laughs> and he has a daughter. And they have a great thing going. They have a great thing going. And then it just so happens, mm, he's a commando. <laughs> <laughs> and, now I want to know a little bit about this guy's past. Yeah, yeah. And so they, so some guy is killing off these commandos. And so they come for him. And then they like make a big mistake. Yeah. Because, you know, you don't fuck with Schwarzenegger. No. You certainly don't fuck with a commando. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've ever met a commando. I don't know if you've but... met one. <laughs> you don't fuck with them. No. You don't want to start shit with them. And I think like one of the commandos like was was the evil was like behind it. Like he had turned on the commandos. Oh, there's always an inside job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How he... could you know so much about right, right. where this guy lives with his daughter? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And and I think there's like a fight sequence between them where he, where he's like, I've always wanted to fight you, <laughs> you know, like something like that. You're always the best, and I always wanted to be the best, but I was <laughs> second best. But the thing is, is like you didn't need to pay attention to really anything because you knew who the bad guys were because they were like gross, yeah, and like dirty. they just look dirty yeah. and shit, yeah. yeah, disheveled. So you could just like. Turn your fucking brain off Mm -hmm. and watch this movie. That's exactly what wrestling is. Yeah. And you need to be able to tell that story to people in the mezzanine of a stadium. Right. So it has to be very clear and you have to not be able to hear. Right. (laughs) It has to be okay if you can't hear it. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's that this movie works that way. Cool. And I think those, like a lot of good action movies work that way. I love the action movies where one guy defeats thousands of guys. Yeah. Cause like it makes those other guys look so bad. Oh dude. The, the um, nobody is a movie like that. And it's, oh, it oh, just oh, okay. came out uh, with uh, Bob, Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. And dude, it's so good. Yeah. 
it's it's just like really good mm-hmm. and it's exactly that it's okay. one guy that's like destroying everybody <laughs> like a john wick or something you've seen the john wick movies yeah right? but bob i uh did did they like put him on steroids and make him jack dude like yeah else? he so they they um i mean not really but he blasted um, his core before the movie started they showed like a little thing like a little featurette or something uh-huh. and they showed that he he trained for two years. Oh shit! For the movie, yeah. So he like learned all of these like moves and shit. So called trainer. So yeah, he got him. He got a fucking like Universal Studios, like like treat treatment essentially yeah. to like be able to do this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, and it's like incredible. That's and nice. Bob, like, dude, I I remember watching Mister Show with Bob and David. I don't remember how old I was. It, I, I might have been like 17 or something. Mm-hmm. Or 16. Yeah. Was that MTV? Oh, that was MTV, gonna... right? No, it was HBO. Oh, oh, okay. Might have even been earlier than that because I remember the Mr. Show DVDs coming out and then like being becoming like obsessed with Mr. Show and Bob and David and then like living as close to LA as I did like learning that these comedians like do stand up. Mm-hmm. Like David Cross was doing stand up. Yeah, and you could just go see and him. And I could just go see him. Probably dude. like most nights of the week. Most nights of the week. Yeah. In like a bookstore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it was like a dream to me to be able to do that. So I remember seeing Bob Odenkirk. Uh-huh my age like now yeah. <laughs> or like you know younger than i am now right like doing stand-up and weird events and things with all of like i'm talking like jack black would be at these things mm-hmm. and like all of the mr show people ben stiller and like all of these fucking comedians that we grew up watching going like holy shit like those are the guys we want to be when we grow up pretty yeah. much so i remember seeing bob like like hustling in la Cause, cause Mr. Show was like over, mm-hmm. but they were all getting writing gigs and David Cross was blowing up a little bit in yeah. the nineties. Remember? Like, but just like doing gigs. Right. Right. Yeah. And then he would be in like movies. Like he was in the chipmunks movies yeah. in the early two thousands. <laughs> and that was like a big deal for uh-huh. him. But like seeing Bob go from like someone that I could, that was as close to me as you are. That was just this comedian. Mm-hmm. Like that was really fucking good at his job. And now being like a fucking action star, yeah, like and acting like an incredible actor, like someone that could like maybe win an award for this, because mm-hmm. he's just like he's been doing Better Call Saul forever, right? And he's really good in that, but like he's never been like a great actor. Well, he was good in uh, Breaking Bad, uh, the same character. Yeah, but... but like he was good in Breaking Bad, but he was also like when you put him next to Cranston mm-hmm. and like Aaron Paul, you were like, okay, he's a comedian, like mm-hmm. he's having fun. But like by the time you got to Better Call Saul, he was like, you were like, okay, well th- now he's been like doing this, and this is like him, this is what he does now. He's like yeah. a dramatic actor now. Mm-hmm. Um, and- that seems to be the overarching storyline to anyone who uh it's like you're funny and then you do that for a long time right. and then it's like you get tired of being funny right and then you're like now i want to be the best actor mm-hmm. ever because i think that would be really funny or it was just like <laughs> a thing that was like remember when it was like comedians were like 
because there was like a height of comedians like in the 90s and the 2000s or whatever Mm -hmm. like robin williams and steve martin even earlier than that yeah but um it was always like a thing when a comedian would like do all of these comedy movies and then all of a sudden it was like their first serious movie yeah right like and that was like a huge deal right and now it's not so huge of a deal it's just kind of more expected you mean I, but it, it's just happened so much like it's, oh that like it's not like jarring yeah, yeah yeah i'm wondering what could be done to like bring it back there it would have to be someone who it's i that whole thing is seeing someone you definitely wouldn't uh, picture in a certain role like a like role. kevin james like kevin james well now <laughs> i could didn't he like get jacked anyone who gets jacked i could picture doing anything i'm like if you transformed your whole body you could be anyone yeah. you want well because jonah hill like went from like the fat sidekick guy from super bad yeah to like a dramatic oscar winning didn't he fucking win an oscar or he was like nominated or I something probably he was nominated at least for wolf of wall street which mm. he's incredible in yeah but yeah it's like i think it's it's almost like in the zeitgeist we kind of expect like if you're a good comedian mm-hmm. you could probably do dramatic acting because you're in tune with a part of your brain yeah. that's like you have to be observational and it has to be emotional and it has to be like big and strong and good. And and, yeah. and and I think that like a focus in that area makes you good in the dramatic area. And you like notice and understand other people's behavior. Right. And you're good at like imitation. So right. you just be like imitate when you saw someone be like that or what you think someone like this would be. Right. Like. And there's a. And there's a thing with like people like Bob Odenkirk and also in a bigger way, like Adam Sandler, who um, like Adam Sandler always played roles where he was like an underdog. Yeah. So like when you see someone as an underdog and that's like their whole thing, like his thing was the underdog. Uh huh. Like and then you get to a point where you throw like a dramatic fucking thing at them. You've got already like the audience going like, Oh, well he's always the underdog. And in real life, he's the underdog. So I'm going to like give him, there's like an element of like almost like more, it's more convincing for an audience. If someone is like largely an underdog Mm -hmm. to like have sympathy for that person. Especially if if they look regular. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You like want that person to overcome stuff. Yeah. And then they do. And then you want them to be present. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) Which is like interesting because when you think about Keanu Reeves, like he's that, I guess like he's, but I, I guess I, I think he's too good looking to be to you be an be underdog. Too good looking yeah. to be an underdog. Yeah, like Sean. Like even Adam Rudy. Sandler is like close to too good looking to be an under a true underdog. He's um, Adam Sandler's good looking in the like best guy you went to high school with. Well, like, and best the, funny guy you went yeah, to high school with. Yeah, because like he he was so funny it made him a ten basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But he was an underdog too, like Billy Madison and stuff. Yeah, just a stupid guy. <laughs> yeah. Hubie Halloween. Well, he loves playing those characters because it's like you instantly have, you instantly like emotionally connect with them. Yeah. Also, all of his characters are like a little mentally off. Yeah. (laughs) So you want that person to do good. Even some of his dramatic stuff, like Punch Drunk Love. He's got like all these like really strange neuroses. I don't remember you. Yeah. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) 
dude. I I I love it. I love it. But but um, nobody. You got to see nobody. Okay. You've got to see it. Like I think nobody we're nobody for old man. I think we're um gonna do a VR night. Oh, tight. And watch it. Nice. Um, where are we at? Oh, let's do some ads. Okay. Great. How about we do some ads, you son of a bitch? Well, no need to yell. (laughs) I understand why you're doing it. I understand that it feels good. Thank you. But there's no need for it. I said thank you. (laughs) That's that mattress, man. Hey guys, welcome to the ad portion of the podcast. Uh, of course, we want to give a huge shout out to HeadGum and our sponsors today on the show. For if not for them. <laughs> I don't understand it, but I agree with it wholeheartedly. This podcast may not be what it is today. Oh, so God. we thank them and we thank you, the audience, for taking these into consideration. So let's talk about stamps.com. Let's face it, guys. And nobody wants to go to the post office. That's not how I want to spend my time. And I bet it's not how you want to spend your time. (laughs) That's why Mike and I personally recommend mailing and shipping online at stamps.com. Stamps.com allows you to mail and ship anytime, anywhere, right from your computer. I'm talking send letters. I'm talking ship packages. I'm saying paying less with discounted rates from USPS, UPS, and more, all from your computer. Stamps.com has saved businesses thousands of hours and tons of money, guys. With Stamps.com, you get the services of the post office and UPS all in one place. Stamps.com. Plus, big discounts on mailing and shipping rates. Guys, here's the deal. Whether you're a small office sending out invoices, an online seller shipping out your orders, or even a giant warehouse sending thousands of packages a day. Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. You simply use your computer to print out official US postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you wanna send, and once your mail is ready, you just schedule a pickup or you drop it off. It's that simple. And with Stamps.com, you get discounts of up to 40% off post office rates and up to 62% off UPS shipping rates. Not to mention, Stamps.com is a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. Guys, Stamps.com, it's a no-brainer. Saving you time and money. It's no wonder nearly one million small businesses already use Stamps.com. So why don't you stop wasting time going to the post office and go to stamps.com instead. There's no risk. And with our promo code BANTER, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. There's no long-term commitments or contracts, guys. You just go to stamps.com, you click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and you type in BANTER. That's stamps.com. Com. Promo code BANTER. Banter, banter. 
promo code BANTER. Stamps.com. Promo code BANTER. Promo code BANTER. Promo code BANTER. Promo code BANTER. Thank you so much, Stamps.com. <laughs> That's not helpful. Yeah, I'm wondering if you could do it again and <laughs> say it less. Banter. Promo code 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 banter. Can't be helpful. Can't help us get more jobs. <laughs> Being able to do that. Hey guys, let's talk about HelloFresh. Ooh, I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. You can skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun. I think that's worth it. Guys, that's why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And here's the deal, guys. HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips, so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes or less. You could try meals ready in 20 minutes or less, lightning prep recipes, and quick breakfasts and lunches. Perfect for your busy schedule. And HelloFresh offers 25 plus recipes to choose from each week, from vegetarian meals to craft burgers and extra special gourmet options. Ooh la la. There's something for everyone to enjoy with all recipes designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. HelloFresh has a wide variety of easy, delicious options for all three meals a day, plus every snack and special treat in between. And guys, you can get better value. HelloFresh is 28% cheaper than shopping at your local grocery store and 72% cheaper than a restaurant meal without sacrificing the quality. So guys, Mike, you've had HelloFresh. Absolutely, I've I had HelloFresh. What, what do you like about it? I like that it makes me feel like I don't have to be smart to cook. I know that I'm not smart, and I take these things out, and I follow the uh, directions, which usually have pictures on them. Next thing you know, 20 minutes, half an hour later, I got myself a gourmet restaurant-quality meal. What business do I have? Cooking a gourmet restaurant quality meal. <laughs> and I agree, Mike. Here's the deal, guys. If you want to get in on this, you go to HelloFresh.com slash Banter12 and use the code Banter12. You know, Steve, people are always asking me, hey, do you guys have a HelloFresh? 
uh, code something. Say it again. I'll tell you what it is. It's banter 12. <laughs> Great. It's banter 12. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Banter12 and use that code Banter12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping, guys. Okay, 12 meals for free with free shipping at HelloFresh.com slash Banter12 with the offer code Banter12. Guys, don't be a tomato. Figure it out. Check it out. Get those delicious meals, pretend like you're a chef, and convince everyone in your house that you're a chef. Including yourself. Including yourself. And guess what? At the end of the day, if you made it, it's true. It's true. Thank you, HelloFresh. Thank you, HelloFresh. It's dinner and it's an ego boost is what it is. Yeah. That's the most honest assessment I can give. Yeah. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Great. That was fun. Steve, yes, you brought things over the oh, house. I did. Where are they? Do you want me to? Get yeah, them? no, I have them right here. Oh, tight. So we, 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 we. No, I never. Can we take the microphone away from How much? Why did we even set up another How question? Much? Is he How coming much? in via Zoom? Jubus. Is he in the room? Jubus. Ryan, can we get him out of here? Do you believe? Do you? Have you had... <laughs> Same Have guy. You had... Same guy, different voice. Have you had... <laughs> Have you had... <laughs> Wait a minute, I was trying to do this right here. Have you had? Have you had? Have you had? Please. Have you had? How much? Okay, yes, so we got some stuff in the mail in the, from the P.O. Box. And, and, nice. uh, and it's been in the P.O. Box for a while, and yes. I wanted to... Um... Looks like you found a bunch of bags. There's a gross... Is there something on it? There's a gross... It's like a grease... A grease? Is it emanating from the is the is the grease coming from inside the house? The grease is coming from inside the bag! I'll get you something from it must, it? it's just it must be the bag. Let's get rid of this bag. Let's get rid of that. <laughs> you want Here, yeah, give me this. Yeah. And then give me gimme this. Yes. Yes, good, yes. That's it. Uh, 
Thank you, my friend. Wow. That was a greasy bag. I know I'd be alarmed. I'd be... If the thing I just touched was... <laughs> Whenever you touch a thing and it's um, unexpectedly greasy. That's an uh-oh. That is really an uh-oh. That's something you don't, you don't like really want. There's a couple sensations that you're like, okay, that's fine if it's unexpectedly tasty or smells nice. You didn't expect that. Right. But greasy isn't on that list. Right. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I mean, you're right. You could, you could get like cold. Ooh, cold. Unexpectedly cold. Cold unexpectedly is nice. Sometimes. Yeah. Cause you're like, ah, day. I didn't even know it. Sure. I didn't know it. I didn't know. <laughs> All right. This, this, this first piece of mail comes from, uh, quake, quack, quake, Quack bush. Okay. All right. Sure. That's taped up good, huh? Yeah. Didn't want nobody getting in here. Not it, including us. Including us. <laughs> Maybe I'll go through the bottom. Do you need scissors? No. Nah, we can get through that thing nah. real fast. Do we I need We've done it. Anyway. It looks like you're uh, opening up pop secret popcorn right now. <laughs> Here you go, kids. Who's hanging? <laughs> oh, wow. I see I see something really fun in here. Okay. But hang on. Let me read this first. What's that, a treasure map? <laughs> it's a geocache. <laughs> we got to go to the Winchester house. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mike and Steve. Hi. This is from 12220. 12220. So this Everything was, was still fine. Yeah. Yeah. So this is like nothing ever happened. This is like nothing ever happened. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Mike and Steve. <clears throat> I started listening to DB at the start of quarantine last oh, never year. <laughs> Why does it say 11-22-20 on it then? Either that's the wrong date. Or one twenty two twenty. Or this person is... What's the 22nd month? Maybe it's backwards. Oh. I... <laughs> that just hurt. That just hurt me a little bit. Does he? My best friend Rachel and boyfriend Chandelier both loved SourceFed, and I really had no clue who you two were besides the guys always making loud noises from my boyfriend's speaker. Yes. I started on episode one, and y'all have been, been me happy, been my happy background noise of Sims building. Working at the Barnes & Noble College Bookstore as a bookstore supervisor. Humble brag. <laughs> Felt like that needed a little something. And countless drives to get my allergy shots. That's another humble brag. Thank you for all the laughs and near-death experiences in scaring me while driving. I sent Sorry. two glutamas. That's what's in here. Nice. As this little egg creature was such a staple in early podcasts, while I'm only on episode 167, I don't anticipate a good dama resurgence. Until now, hashtag justice for good dama. <laughs> Love you boys, Tori. P.S. Mike. Yes. Can we get a shout out for the Palisades Mall? Oh, yeah. Shout out one time, Palisades Gigantic Mall. Rachel and I grew up going there. Nice. That's built on a swamp, and the mall's been sinking an inch or two every year since its construction. Wow. It's a good time. 
That's brave. It's gigantic mall. You guys mall. are brave. Very brave mall. PPS, I think Chandelier is sending a history road your way about meeting John Lennon's son. Did we? Did we read that? I don't think we did. Did you? Did I send you the video of like John Lennon's son is on some like British show and they pipe in a, uh, they must have recently had an interview with Paul McCartney and he sends like a little video, pre recorded video message to his son. He's like, Yeah, get it going, man. All right. No I, way. I know you rock it. No way. Yeah, it's Send like very and John Lennon's son is just like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like not having it. Please send that to me. Okay, so this is this this is what the eggs look like that were sent to us. They look like these little like like surprise eggs. It looks like a little Fisher Price keychain. Yeah. And uh and it's very well wrapped up. And uh, maybe this is where she learned how to wrap packages because yeah. this is it's almost like security system tight. Like I'm gonna have to um, Mission Impossible. Teeth. I went teeth. I got the Johnson and Johnson vaccine in me. Mike. Yeah, so you can go teeth. Can you go can go teeth. full teeth. I can go full teeth on this. <laughs> okay, so here's a. Here's I know some girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they went full teeth, and I'll tell you what, they didn't get a call back. <laughs> when you go full teeth, you don't get a call back. <laughs> That's a good lesson. That's a good lesson That's in there. That's a great lesson. Boys and girls. Oh, man. I'm going to love this. I can already tell I'm going to love this. I should have gone full. I should have got the Jonathan and Johnson. should have got Johnson. <laughs> Dude. I really love this. What did you, what's in it? I really love it. Little Magazine? <laughs> the rapper, Lil Magazine. <laughs> Dude, are you ready for this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a little guy. I like him. He's adorable. It didn't work. Give me that thing. Here, you take it. I got Johnson and Johnson. Give me your baby. Give me your baby, Here. Tama. So this is like a little beanbag type situation. This is a you could do hacky sack with this, but yeah. it's it is shaped like a baby, dude. It reminds me of when we were really little, uh-huh. <laughs> and there were um, McDonald's toys. That were chicken nugs. Yeah. And you could dress up the chicken yeah. nugs in little Halloween Dude, costumes. I totally remember that. You know what's interesting? They those chicken nugget guys could have been like like I don't understand why it's not a thing anymore. Like I'm talking chicken nuggets? Yeah. Because you you know, you eat them. Right. And I think that's why, right? I guess. That's the like only thing I can think of. Yeah. And it's like But we you don't... eat eggs. Well, I mean, this is from Japan. They're like, you know. They don't care if you eat eggs. They don't care if you eat eggs over there. You know what they say, dude. Okay, let's see what mine... Mine is dressed up like a little businessman. <laughs> <laughs> mine looks like Drew He's Carey like a little bit. He's egg white. Is this special? Is this the Chase He's edition? Like, no yolk. No yolks here. This guy's not about yolks. Dude, these are great. I really love it. And then... Yeah, I love this as well. You can put it back in its little... Where it lives. Where it lives. And it pokes out of this little... And it'll poke out of the little hole. I'd like to be Look within the egg. Slammed his little tootsie into the... This is nice. I, I do like things that like the whole thing is part of it. You know, it's an egg. Yeah. So what's it going to come in? Right. A, a little eggshell. Right. That's, That's all I'm egg. asking for. 
I, I like it. I like it a lot. That's what I'm asking about. This is from um, uh, all the way from Casey, Illinois. Casey Landerton? Uh, Sammy Gallagher from Casey, Illinois. Casey, Illinois has got it going on. Uh, so it looks like t-shirts. <clears throat> we got t-shirts. Let me oh, see if there's a note. That's fun. Because there's always a note. And you have to read the note so you understand the president. This one says, what's up, bitches? Ooh, off to a bad start. Off to a bad start. I'm already a little hot. Rude. Here is a drawing. Oh. Of that's an ET <laughs> address and we're back to neutral. Okay. <clears throat> he got me all the way back. Dear BBBIBs. Well... It is us, your friendly neighborhood, Sammy and Sean. Oh, oh fuck yeah. No wonder it looked for and sounded familiar. We have a little gift for you. This is also in cursive handwriting. So it looks a little like the preamble to the Constitution. <laughs> we saw a video of them online and instantly knew that you bo- both <laughs> had to own them. This is why I don't do the ad reads. Your boy's dyslexic. You should know. That uh, they are from an actual university, and we got them from their bookstore online. And we want you to know that there are no hard feelings for not coming to the wedding. Thank you so much. <laughs> this is, of course, Sammy's chin and Sean's chin. <laughs> this is our wedding gift to you both. I've never had somebody get married and then and give they me give a gift. And give us a gift. That's yeah. nice. Are we pregnant? Yeah. Um, hope you have a joyous day and we love you both. Love Sammy's chin and Sean's nose and Sean's nose is spelled oh, with the, the old school nineties. The nineties S. Yeah. So this is yours. Let's see what this shirt says. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. It says here <laughs> the, I don't know what university this is from. <laughs> <laughs> But the shirt says come and then it says XXL in college letters. And boy, that's a heavy shirt. And uh, I will be wearing this on the daily. We recommend a wash and wear for ultimate comfort, comfort, and feel. Dude, this is uh, this this could be a good hike shirt. Yeah. This feels like it's one of them good sweat sweating shirts. We should wear it at the same time. Let's wear it at the same time. Hiking team. <laughs> Look at those boys come up the mountain. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. It's very thoughtful of you to um, get us a present on your happiest day. Steve, how are we looking? We're looking good. We could do a couple of history roads and then we could get out of here if you want. We should. Oh, God. We should do that. All right. Fucking fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. I found out. Fuck yeah. (laughs) It's a long way down. I really love it. Canon with a K sends an email. Is that when things make sense across several movies? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> Hello, my baby boys. My name is Cannon, and I'm a little baby born bitch boy. <laughs> so self-aware. <laughs> and according to my stepdad, Ron, I'm a little baby bitch boy. <laughs> he says he's from Texas. He says, I decided I wanted to write into the podcast today, but had no idea what to say. So, well then... What are you wasting our time for? <laughs> this is your five minutes? I don't know what to say, so I'm gonna give you a good I'm gonna give you my tight two. Every time somebody hey. starts a history road like this, I think about all the people who have like five years ago I wrote I put my heart and soul into a history road. <laughs> he says he thought of a nice a nice or not be nice scenario. Okay. <laughs> but uh, but that happened to me at work. Scenario. I was recently offered a new position at work. Be nice. And it was a job that required a lot of training. Okay. So naturally, I had to go get help from coworkers all the time. And I had a lot of questions. I'm the type of person to feel a little guilty when I'm always bothering people. Uh-huh. But I have to ask questions in order to learn, and I would rather someone tell me how to do something than to try to figure it out on my own and mess something up. Okay. So one morning, I must have caught one of my coworkers on a bad day, and there was a job that looked weird to me because it came through on the computer like it was a new job, but it had already said it had been completed. Okay. So I look back and ask my coworker if he had already done the job, and without saying yes or no, he gets up, walks over to my computer, points to the screen where it says completed, and goes back and sits down <laughs> without saying a word. <laughs> I don't remember having this job. <laughs> so, Steve, in that scenario, would Mike be nice? <laughs> So if I was him, I guess. If you were him. I think you'd respect that. I, um, in order to understand the other person's <laughs> reaction, I need to know the last 50 questions that were asked. Yeah. Because if it's all the, it's on you if it's the well, same question. Well, you said question that guy was around. having a rough day. It, it said it looked like he was having a rough day. Uh-huh. Yeah, you never do know. I guess, I mean, dude, <laughs> if you get into a bad situation with somebody that you work with, that's like a unescapable that makes so many other things bad yes so you want to be be nice as many yeah. times as possible in a work scenario. yes because yeah. if you're planning on staying there into the foreseeable future yeah then you're going to have to make it work with all of those people yes whether that means you have to do a ton of work or whether they have to do a ton of work but regardless if you do your job and you're inquisitive, which is fine. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it was probably fine just to make sure that the job was completed. And, you know, the guy was having a little bit of attitude. Maybe he was having a bad day. I'd give him a break. Sure. And I think for you, sir, certainly may- try to do your best to just make it work with yeah. your team. Also, don't have sex with anyone you work with unless you're going to marry him. Exactly. And even then. Merriam Webster. Mary, well, unless you're going to McGraw Hill, them. Um, and he says, also, I'll throw in a fart I had when I was watching. <laughs> also, I'll do you guys. Here's some other, here's some other trash I have laying around. <laughs> What's in my pocket? Oh, hey, you guys want some gum? 
<laughs> also, while I got a little bit of space on this paper. Also, while I got while I have you. Well, I got a here's few a extra fart. characters. <laughs> he says he's gonna throw in a fart here at no extra cost. <laughs> and he said he was watching the Super Bowl, more like the Super Bowl. Am I right? Now that's what I'm talking about. I'm a- he says feel free to add it to the soundboard presumption (laughs) with love canon last name redacted jk i'm not gonna say it p.s again it's my day off so feel free to call oh that needs anybody's phone number (laughs) my god all right here's your we'll get your fart in there and that'll that'll be the end of it it better be good or i'm gonna flip out (laughs) oh i have to to download it this better be a a two-tiered <laughs> I have to download it like it's a ringtone for my Nokia sixty one twenty five. I'm gonna have this on my computer forever now, probably. In the downloads folder, and it never goes outside. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Pretty good. We call that one the old zip down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. There was a cauldron bubbling in there. That's worth it. We Pretty call good. that the cauldron, the, the, the cauldron in the tent. <laughs> Dude, I like the sound that happens right before it. Because <laughs> it's like his butthole being like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Disgusting. You're a degenerate, sir. Thank you. To be ashamed of yourself is beautiful. Um. Okay. We're going to do, let's do one more here from Homeboy Erectus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. Um, He's a member of D12, I think. Fun April Fool's Day story. Hey, boys, you asked, so here's a fun April Fool's Day story. Okay. Last year for April Fool's Day, I decided to print out 160 tiny pictures of Zach Braff and put them all over my house for my parents to find. (laughs) This would have been a nice recreation of a prank I pulled when I was a little child where I did this same thing but with pictures of Nicolas Cage. Uh It is at this moment that I'd like to point out that I am very thorough with this particular prank. Earlier in the day, on the eve of April Fool's, I placed some in my parents' room before they could go in there and I put them in spots that I knew they wouldn't find until the next morning. At 1 a.m., I woke up and spent an hour and a half placing them around the rest of the house. I did this in the dark with nothing but a small flashlight and my will. Dude, I, I picture him crawling on his like forearms with a little flashlight hanging out of his <laughs> mouth. He's sweating. Exactly. I think this is a girl. Her name is Liz. She. But she me. calls herself Homeboy Erectus. Okay, well. <laughs> and who are we to judge? However you identify, yes. that person has a... <laughs> flashlight them out (laughs) sweating around um but yeah exactly just like doing some mission impossible shit (laughs) i placed them in the backyard wait yeah 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 okay the zach braffs and stuff i placed them in the backyard in the front yard in our mailbox i had to figure out how to maneuver around our doorbell camera so that it wouldn't wake my parents up that someone was at the door. I was as thorough as a fucking stallion. Is that a I don't know. That that. Turn of phrase that a You tell me how a stallion is thorough. Yeah. Thoroughbred? Oh, maybe thoroughbred, yeah. 
I was as thorough as Brad. <laughs> now, here's something you need to know. My family has a vintage pachinko machine. That's cool. What is that? It's one of those. So in Japan, they would have these machines where there were all these steel balls, and they would come down in this, like, wall-mounted oh, like slot machine. Okay, yeah. Like Planko, yeah. Yeah, okay. But it was, like, thousands of metal balls. And I guess you'd <laughs> want them all to go down into something so you could win something. Okay, okay? great. Kind of like gambling, I guess. Oh, and attached is a photo, I guess. But I don't see an attachment, so. <laughs> Add the photo to the soundboard. They, she says it's kind of like a vertical ga- gambling pinball, but you can't control any levers. And my grandma taught me how to open it up and fix the mechanisms inside. Tight. I thought it'd be funny to put a picture of Zach Braff inside the pachinko machine to where you could see it from the outside. <laughs> So, at 2.30 a.m. on the dawn of April Fuels, I opened the pachinko machine, the pachinko <laughs> machine and fucked around with, one of, with some of the mechanisms. It was at this moment I knew I had fucked up. Uh-oh. I pulled a darn lever and every <laughs> single steel pachinko ball fell onto the wood floor at once awesome in total like 75 steel (laughs) balls the fucking ridiculous sound it made forced my mom awake and she came out to ask what the hell just happened just holding a picture of zach brown (laughs) (laughs) go back to sleep you dreaming hey my dream I told her not to ask questions and she got even more concerned. Mm -hmm. She told me she thought I got hurt and was trying to cover it up. Oh God. I ended up crying because I was so frustrated that I woke her up after having successfully put up Zach Braff photos in my house for an hour and a half. Wow. So much hard work down the drain. Because I started crying, she thought I was on (laughs) drugs and I had to tell her everything. Long story short, she found out and it spoiled the whole thing. Yeah. She woke up the next morning and pretended like she didn't know. And it cheered me up marginally. Mm-hmm. But I was still angry at her for like three days. I hope any single part of this made y'all giggle. Have a good day and a great life. Love your favorite vampire Larry Bird, Liz oh, Gremlin yeah. Man Jennings. Dude, that was a uh, terrific story. Very visual. Yeah. I felt like I was there. Yeah. And uh, it's so funny to picture your mom waking up and being like whoa another zach braff in the refrigerator i was expecting this (laughs) (laughs) we'll be finding these until next uh april honey what's the zach braff doing in the cupboard over here that's good anyway well that was awesome thank you for the story it was very good and uh let's wrap it up mike tight um thank you so much for watching and listening i hope that you have a lovely weekend as everyone knows it's friday it's the beginning of the weekend what's going on this weekend i'd be friday (laughs) uh friends and friends show is on the 11th uh thank you so much i think it's technically sold out but we might be releasing a couple more tickets since it's outside everybody could space out um and uh watch final space on Adult Swim every Saturday. <laughs> Thank you for sticking with me, audience. And uh, that's all I have at the moment. Oh, I did another um, mic in the morning if you feel like watching something else. 
right after you watch this. Steve? Dude, that's awesome, man. Uh, Congratulations. My uh, friend, I hope you, it's a good show. Uh, How much? Um, only thing I have to plug is uh, the Wednesday Jackbox show we've been doing on Twitch, which is very fun. And um, Anna, Lori, and I have started doing this show called This You, where we show each other TikToks on Twitch. And we get to just like laugh and make fun of each other and be like, hey, Anna, this you? Or like, she'll be like, hey, Steve, this you? And it'll be like ridiculous TikToks and it's a fun time. And we, do, I think we're doing that every other Friday. Cool. Um, we'll see. But anyway, it gets chopped up and put on the Valley Folk channel. So if you want to see what that looks like, it's on the, the Valley Folk channel, youtube.com slash the Valley Folk. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's it. Guys, we love you. We appreciate yeah. you. We care about you. We want you. In our lives. Yeah. We'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. Okay, bye. Later. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>